Bears find these, uh, fu- <laughs> these fucking. Listen, man, I'm meowing. Like, what meow. are they gonna do? Not hire me because I like cats? <laughs> Not hire yes! you because you're a cat boy. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, God. <clears throat> Anyways. Welcome back to the Birdo Kids Podcast. I'm Emma. I'm Spook. I'm Jess. <laughs> and it's November, <laughs> which oh, means it is Nano Month. It's NaNoWriMo! And if, you, if people don't know what NaNoWriMo is, it's National Novel Writing Month. You have to write five... F- 50K. Five? 50K. 50K. 50K words. Five words. Five words. I did it. It's upon a time, A. This is upon a time. Yeah, that's fine. That's the time five. of the year where I simultaneously hate myself and have the best time in the world. Hold on. There's no in-between. I'm sorry to tell you that. Yeah, there's no in-between. That's just the life of a writer, though. Like, that's just- I feel like that's just how it is. I'm gonna open up my NaNoWriMo so I can tell you when I first started doing National Novel Writing Month. I did- my first one was April of 2018. And I remember I told my friend, I was like, hey, make sure- like, make sure I, I meet my word count every day. Like, I'll send you a message when I finish it, and if I don't- like, I don't know, harass me or something. <laughs> and then I, I, like, halfway through, I messaged her and I was like, hey, so I threw up multiple times. I'm not going to be writing tonight. And she's like, yeah, that's no worries. And then I didn't write the next day. And then I didn't write the next day. And then I wrote probably 3,000 words per I day. I question, how the fuck do we keep bringing up? vomiting back into podcast episodes? <laughs> yeah, how does that keep like, happening? This is like... Every episode, we've talked about vomiting at least once. You guys have stomach like, problems, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's all you've ever on my known. Hot girl, uh, I... On my hot girl arc, where I just throw up constantly. <laughs> I first joined NaNoWriMo in May of 2015, and I believe I did start in 2015, but I didn't track it. Or it did no, it was the old website, and I don't think any of the old website things moved over so the first one that i ever tracked on the new site was in uh 2017 and, and i'm just sitting it. here i'm just <laughs> sitting here going yeah yeah i don't i don't I, I don't do well, <laughs> no, well, I, i'm not a psychopath well no when i was how old was i when you got me to start it's like 16 17 you convinced me to do it with you one year and i was, managed no, to I get I managed to get through about like half the month, and then eventually went. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because like for me with writing, it's like while I having a schedule helps me a lot. At the same time, it's like when I'm doing writing and stuff like that. If I get any sort of writer's block, being on a schedule just stresses me out. That's all it does. It and just stresses me. me. Who needs to be on a schedule? I used to wake up early to write. Like, being, well, like, like I said, being on schedules really helps me. Like, with this podcast, because we have a set day uh, for when it uploads and everything, it helps me to get everything done and make sure things are continuously going out at the right time, the right day. So, like, it does help, yeah, but it's just, for writing, it doesn't. I, I would also I, like to let the listeners know that Emma <clears throat> is, like, the best person to work with for a yes. podcast. Also, I'd like to Emma is saying... Thank you. Emma is saying how she's working on a schedule. It is currently Thursday, the, the week before the podcast... Like, the week of the podcast re- releasing 
like the next episode coming out she's she's been working on it today hey i finished Not it finished. She's yeah still it is finished i finished it, it. Finished i finished it? yeah i finished yeah. it right before, that's why i joined the vc i was done I just oh, need to, I just, to... I exported the audio, I just have to export the video, but I said I would do that after we recorded, because that takes like an hour, whereas the audio takes about two minutes to export. So don't you worry, okay, that episode is ready to go. Slandering Emma now. <laughs> don't you worry, I Editor got it Emma ready. stop being slandered now. I had it planned out that I was going to uh, work on the podcast today, because I knew today was going to be the one day I was actually going to have time to do it. I love Editor Emma. I want to say this. I love ed- editing Emma, Editor Emma. But um, I love also really putting so much slander on Editor Emma. Well, Jess, I don't know if you saw in our Discord, but um, Editor Emma has been making appearances now. If you guys listen to episode, yeah, the episode from it. our last episode, the third episode, Editor Emma is making some new appearances. Don't piss her off. <laughs> See? She will make comments. <laughs> Editor Emma, please stop. <laughs> Editor um, Emma, I love you very much and you're doing amazing, sweetie. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> anyway, it's anyway, my first year. Yes. It's my first year that I haven't been actively writing because it's my first year with a job and figuring Yay. shit out in my life. So it's not like I have all the time in the world to just sit down and write like I used to and what I did before. It's, it's so sad, though, that like there's really no time anymore yeah. to write. Yeah. Like, it's so hard to be creative these days. Like, I think last year might have been, like, we're like, aha, look, we have, like, all the time in the, like, right before the pandemic, we're all like, oh, yay, we have all the time in the world. And then, I think, what, what, this year? It just kind of hit, like, wow, we we don't have all the time in the world. Wow, I have no time to do anything. I honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's because during the pandemic, everything was closed, everything was shut, everyone was at home. So we're like, yeah, you got all the time. Like, you don't have to go anywhere, you don't have to do anything. Where it's like now, thing, people are getting vaccinated, we're starting to be able to go out and do stuff again, like we're going back yeah, to work so and whatever, vaccinated. and now it's just... Now it's just we don't have time to do stuff. So that's I feel like that's part mm-hmm. of the reason why I when I write, I write mm-hmm. really late at night. Because one, I for mm-hmm. some reason, I always find that I, I get the most creative late at night but two it's the only time I ever really have to work on stuff is like later at night because I'm just doing stuff throughout the day plus two it's quiet in my house late at night so then it's like I don't have to worry about distractions or anything bothering me while I'm writing so yeah, I always I, I always find myself writing at like midnight one in the morning yeah, somewhere I, around then. I used to write like last year when we had the bet going on, like, not a bet, it was more of the slap bet. Oh my god, I haven't slapped you yet, Emma. No, you haven't. It's been a year and you still haven't <laughs> yeah. slapped me. It's I still, it's been a year. Explain the bet. Can, yeah, I... can I explain it? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, last year, I don't remember exactly what it was, but you were trying to finish writing something, I think. It and was my NaNoWriMo from yeah, last so you year. Were trying, you were just trying to get your word count, and you were explaining to me how you're, like, you have a lot, you sometimes have trouble getting to your word count because you kind of give up. And I know you had just been watching How I Met Your Mother, and you had been, yes. like, obsessed with it. I and, always watch. I yeah. watch every And a year. thing that's in the show is the slap bet, where it's basically whoever loses the bet, the winner gets to slap them. And I knew if I said to her, if you do this thing, um, you can slap me. Like, mm-hmm. it will do a slap bet. I knew it would get her to do it. Because I don't care. I'm fine with her smacking me. I, it's fine. I don't I don't mind. Like, 
It's just like it was, nice it was incentive just a, and yeah, she knew. It was just yeah, it was an incentive that I knew would get her to do it, and I and was right. I, she and did I it. It was perfectly fine with being like, okay, you could slap me. Yeah, but, but I have she still hasn't done I it yet. Slap, if I ever if when I slap her, I I want to say. I want to tell her afterwards, like, Emma, it's okay. It was for the slap. <laughs> no, so if you do, I'll know. Ex- no, if you do it, I'll know exactly yeah, what I'm it is. I'm planning on doing it for at such a random point. Mm-hmm. I've had times where I'm like, I really want to slap Emma, but I'm like, it's not the right time. <laughs> well, it's because a lot of times when we see each other, I'm also driving, so like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not the best time to be slapping me. <laughs> me. Slap her what if I just slap her right now? <laughs> I think right now <laughs> is a good happens. time to see if we fly off the highway. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was just thinking, what if I slapped her in the middle of the highway? <laughs> we would die. That's what happened. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So I, yeah, basically, I used it as an incentive because I knew it would get her to finish, and she ended up finishing, getting to her word I count. Believe... And I was like, "Great, you can slap me. What just, was it? You could. She could choose the time. I don't care when." I think it was at least thirty k or thirty five k ish, because I knew I wasn't going to be able to get all the way. But I wanted to get to a certain point, mm-hmm. and I told Emma, and she's like, if you do it, you can do it. And I, this, it was the last day, too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I didn't finish mine last year. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't finish, but I got to where I wanted to be. And I can actually pull up the word count right now in my thing. Hold on, let me get it. I, for, for mine last year, so November of 2020, I started writing, and I got to, like, I think it was around 25k words. And yeah. Uh maybe last month I listened to my playlist that I uh that I made for that story. And I was like, "Wow, I really want to read my my story again because I really liked it." And so I wasn't going to read the whole thing, but because it was late at night, but I ended up reading it all. <laughs> and then I got to the end and I was like, "Bro, I didn't finish. Where's I want to know what's the ending." <laughs> You're just like, like I want to know all just the rest. Just I want to know the ending to my own story. God, like, how I'm... will I ever know? <laughs> mm. To be honest, I never like when I start writing, I never have a plan. Like I have a I vague idea of like this is how I want to start. This is the bit in the middle. This is kind of how it ends. How we're, how we connect them? No idea. So I just kind of go in and start writing and like the world just kind of builds itself and like the characters do their own thing it's really hard to explain no but that's how i write though yeah but it's really hard to explain what i mean by like the world just builds itself and the characters do their own thing if you're not a writer because like if you are a writer you're like yeah that makes sense but like if i just said yeah i don't control my characters they just do whatever people are like the hell are you talking about can i like describe like can I like read off the things that Nano has, like the planner, pl- uh, pantser? I think I'm the pantser. The pantser, because I feel like that would be a lot easier to, for people to understand if they never heard of Nano to understand how we are as writers. Mm-hmm. Sure. So there's the planner, which is so much preparation. Of course, like, like you have an outline, you have notes, you have like characters ready to go. And then the pl- the pantser, you literally you start with a blank document. You yeah, throw yourself me. in there. And then that's the planter is literally a mix of the pantser and the planner. So, like, you have this idea. 
Okay, maybe I'm that one, actually. I lied. <laughs> you have, like, it's a mix of, in, so this is what they say. On November 1st, you'll start with a comfortable mix of impro improvisation and a loose structure. So, like, you know what you're doing. Like, kind of know what you're doing. Like, you yeah, have like, an idea. I'll, I'll have but my characters made, and I'll have an idea of the plot. But yeah. other than that, that's pretty much all I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I that's what I did with this one. Uh, the one I was talking about before. What I got 32,000 words. And I think, I don't know if this is the one I edited or not. But as thirty-two thousand words, I ended the I ended the book when I stopped writing with a butt. I stopped oh. mid sentence. <laughs> that sounds like I you. Stop mid sentence. That's actually, that's actually what I do while writing. I will like when I'm done writing, I'll stop mid sentence because for me it's a lot easier to pick up, uh, like to, to keep writing. When it's halfway through a sentence. Because I don't have to think, like, oh, how am I going to start the next sentence? It's like, I've got a sentence already here, just keep writing. Mm -hmm. It's, I didn't open this, so I left this document in November last year. And I was like, okay, November's over, need a break. I opened this up again on Christmas of last, of last year, was it? Yeah, last year. And I'm like, I was like, okay, let's, uh, you know, let's write. We took a little bit of a break. And I looked at it, I'm like, what was I gonna say? What do you mean? It was just, I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna read a few words of this. We had left the walls of the camp, but... <laughs> but what? What do you mean, but? <laughs> we had left the walls of the camp, but... Huh. What do you mean, but? Just add when? another T onto that. <laughs> yeah, walls of the camp, but... <laughs> like, oh yes, but... But what? I don't- I- I remember- I- I mean, right now I'm reading this paragraph over. Don't know where I was going. Don't know who I was- <laughs> I don't know. Don't know so, where you're going, but- Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh my god. For, it was- <clears throat> Like, for me, for my writing and stuff, like, I- It's like- I will either hear a song or I'll see, like, some piece of art or something. It could be, like, straight up, I just see a painting and suddenly I'm like, this is an entire story right here and I'm going to write it. And I've got this entire plot in my head. It's like, I know exactly what the start of it's going to be. I know how, it's, how I want it to end. And I know, like, the things that are going to, like, motivate the characters to, like... Go on, yeah. go on and like important plot points and stuff and I usually know like the first couple of characters but I don't know how I'm like gonna connect everything so I kind of do like what Spook does where it's like I just I know the start so I'm just gonna start writing and just see where it goes and a lot of times like like they're like you guys know like in high school that story I had started writing almost it was oh, like it? remember how you've you abandoned remember? and it breaks my heart listen I was actually just thinking about it the other day anyways um <laughs> so in high school there's a character named colin in it and i love yes. him so there that's all you need to know. so in high school i think i was 16 or 17 when I, I think i was 17 when i started writing this story and i got super super into writing it was like every single day if i wasn't doing work i was on my phone writing it in google docs like i would literally just be sitting there typing just going at it and hang on did i open it i have it somewhere here i'm gonna see if i can uh find the document because I think I ended up writing nearly 20 chapters of it. Um, let me see, hang on. Just 
really quickly just gonna Let look it up. Look I know, up. Yep, there I we go. There up. it is. I yeah, I okay. remembered what the title was. I was just was. about to bounce um, and be like, here's another topic, but Emma's no, got no, it. No, I got good. it. No, so we're good <laughs> for word count. Just so you know, uh, I wrote thirty-two thousand words. It was one hundred and thirteen pages. Um, I think it's ours is space different. I only have. Uh, I'm, nine I'm gonna interrupt for a quick second. I'm gonna interrupt for a quick second. I le- wait, just um, really quick. Wait, I just wait, no, say no, no. I wait, also second, I also left off on chapter nineteen. Okay, continue. Okay. Um, <laughs> quick interruption. Uh, for reference, um, the first Harry Potter book, so Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, is about seventy-five k words, I believe. Yeah. So it's a little bit shorter than the first Harry Potter book, if that helps to. Wait, to how many? It's about seventy-five k, I believe. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's... And the funny thing is, is that I can sit down and read like a fifty k story in like a couple hours, and I've done it in the past. Mm-hmm. I also want to say with Emma's thing about like looking at like a photo or something, I have so many like different Pinterest boards. Which is just different things, just completely random things. Am I getting engaged anytime soon? No, have an engagement one, because you know you never know if a character's gonna get engaged in your story. And you have to come up with random ideas of how they announce it. I'm I like, find for me, should... like songs giving more inspiration. Yeah, I have a playlist that's um, that's called Oh Lore. It's literally yeah. just songs that give me like. <laughs> vibes of characters where it's like i don't have a character for this song but this song could like you could easily make a a character out of it i would like to quickly cut in because i just want to compliment you spook spook makes really good playlists just so you know yeah follow me on spotify (laughs) it's spookish with two k's i think i'm very much more of a visual person like i need to see things so like if i ever want inspiration the best place for me to go is an art museum like, if I go yeah. to an art museum, I could get so much inspiration by just staring at a painting, which is why I think I love museums so much. Because it's like, I just love going in. I love looking at them. And just, I could just, it could just be like a portrait of a person. And I could make an entire backstory for that just by seeing how I... they're dressed, how they're sitting, how they're looking, like, either looking at the, right at you or off in the distance. Just, I could base a whole story off of that. I want to say, I really like how we have the three different types of learners here. Or, like, how people, like taking information we have spook with what listening yeah listening through Emma's visual and i have to touch i have if like if i'm not doing something Mm -hmm. i I can't i can't take in information so like i'm gonna leak something that i do during the podcast i play i play a game on my phone during the podcast so i keep focused Yes. If it makes you so, feel any better right now, I'm doing Duolingo. <laughs> I the bird was, is not gonna hurt you. Leave I was bird. actually I was actually going through my Google Docs and everything and pulling up some old some of those old short stories that I wrote. Um some of the ones Wait, that I have. Emma wrote this really cool short short story. Okay, there was actually two, so now I'm thinking about it. One of them was for our writing class. Yes, which I can't find it. Was, it. I cannot find oh, it, but no. I can I can explain the plot and everything. I can explain the whole things. I remember it. Yeah, but I that do. One. Yeah, but and I don't the other have one, the story. The other crying. one that's really good is um the no sleep. You one? wrote it for the r slash no fear thing. No, yeah, no yeah, sleep. Our, yeah. I just found that one. That one I have. Yeah, it's it's a Reddit thing with the uh, horror and like yeah. spooky, uh, spooky stories. R slash no sleep. Oh, what the fuck? 
Yep. Yes, I must. I was so good. I, I remember reading it. I was like, oh. I love I know that subreddit. Happening. So basically, if you don't know r slash um, no sleep, it's basically a subreddit where people write like these horror stories, like these short stories that are supposed to be like these people who don't sort of like it's supposed to be like, oh, they're almost in the real world. So mm-hmm. like it's the way they write and everything. It makes it sound like somebody has come onto the Reddit and they're being like, this thing is happening to me. I'm not sure what to do. I need advice. It's sort of like that. So instead of it just being like a regular story, it's like it's somebody who's like, I'm not sure what's happening or like this thing is going on or this thing happened in my life. So it's it's like so it's just really they're really interesting to read. And I've always found them really cool. And I remember at one point when I wrote this, I was absolutely obsessed with the subreddit. Like, I thought these stories were so cool. I was like, I really, really want to write one of these. So I did write one. And I did post it for a bit. And I think I eventually took it down. I don't remember why. But I still have the story here. And I do still like the story. I just, I don't remember why I took it down. I feel like I just felt like it didn't fit, like, fully with the, like, no sleep um, subreddit and everything. Like, I felt like it just didn't fit in properly. So I was like, eh, whatever. But I'll keep it as my own short story. And then the one. I enjoyed it. Yes. And the one that I had written for our writer's craft class, which, as Spook said, is a creative writing class that we had taken in our last year of high school. It was um, the best class I've ever taken. It was such a Shout good class. Shout out to our teacher. Bro, oh, he was great. He was great. He was. He was great. But so in the class, everyone had to pick a genre that they would study and write in throughout the semester. And then at the end of the semester, at the end of the semester, we would have this big project and everything. I chose gothic horror because it's me. I like horror. <laughs> I, yeah. I saw the genre list and I, Spook can vouch, I was the first person to pick my genre because he, he was like, you guys take your time and if anyone knows what they want to do, my hand shot up. I was like, I want Gothic Horror, please put my name down for that one. <laughs> like, I wanted that one so bad. So I did that and I studied like all these like Gothic Horror authors, you know, like Edgar Allan Poe, Mary Shelley, all these yeah. people. And then I had to write my own short story sort of in that genre using some of their tropes or whatever. And I wrote this story. That was slightly based off of, if you guys, like, um, if you know the uh, Disney movie from the 90s, um, Tower of Terror, that was based off the ride um, from Disney World. Um, It was kind of based on that. I think I know that one. But, yeah, it's, yeah, the movie's not as well known because it was made, like, based on the ride. But, um, anyways, it was a little bit based off of that. So, basically, it was this urban explorer. He, there's this, like, um abandoned hotel in his city that nobody ever wants to go into so he like sneaks in he breaks in he wants to like just look around see this place and you know he gets in and it's you know it's it's a standard of like abandoned building there's dust everywhere things are kind of misplaced but it almost like it almost looks like nobody's been inside for like decades because nothing has been touched nothing's been moved and as he's going around he finds um uh this elevator in the back and it's like an old like um sort of like one of those like employees elevators ones that like uh would be like a big industrial one and he gets in and he just starts pressing buttons being like yeah yeah it's not gonna work but when he presses it it suddenly comes to life and the door's shut and it starts going up and he's like oh shit what the hell (laughs) and um so it goes up and it goes and it stops at the 13th floor with which if you anyone is knows about super these superstitions or about how buildings are structured most buildings don't have a 13th floor because 13 is like an unlucky number so it'll either go like 12 to 14 or it'll go like 12a 12b 14 like there's never a 13th floor this is, i don't know if this is like everywhere and i know it's definitely an american thing but it's like it, it's, it is everywhere but it's I very much a superstition so it stops on the 13th floor and he's like 
that's really weird and the doors slide open and suddenly it just slides open to this old like 1920s style like swinger party with like a ton of people in these full outfits and there's this guy at the ele- at the front of the elevator who's like the host of the party who like greets him and as soon as he steps off the elevator his urban explorer clothes backpack everything just disappears and he's now in a suit and he gets like stuck in this party and he's like going around trying to figure out like why he's here like how this happened he's talking to people and slowly things kind of keep getting more and more like creepy like everyone just like will smile at him but like there's just nothing behind their eyes or like it's just like this very like like fake niceness like it's just like very odd he's like okay I'm, i'm i think i'm gonna leave now so he goes and gets on the elevator and he presses the uh the floor like the first floor again presses it it goes all the way down but when it opens he's back at the party again <laughs> so <laughs> so every time he tries to like get off it's it's basically like um he just ends up back at the party and the host of the party is like well why would you want to leave this party like why would you want to go it's a great party and he's like no no i need to go home and, and like as he's like trying to fight his way out of this the host's eyes just completely go black and he's just like no i you're not going to be leaving this party anytime soon. And like, that's the end of the story. That was, that was the end of it. (laughs) So like, that was the story I had written for that class. And I really wish I still had it. And it's probably on my laptop or something. Like I I have to have it. I know I have to have it somewhere. It, It was a Google doc. I just, I can't find it. Like I've looked through everything. I cannot find the story, but I really, really liked that story. (laughs) It was definitely one of my favorites. It was one of my favorites I've written. And, like, just that class, just, I loved writing for that class. And I actually, I found some things that I did write for that class. But, yeah, that you was, know that was that a good time. class inspired me to do? What? What? It inspired me to write a fanfic. That'd <laughs> <laughs> <I> be <mean>, true. <laughs> the, the thing is, though, is that, like, I wrote I wrote a Spider-Man fanfic, right? It was about Miles. Because I rewatched um, uh, Spider-Man Spider- the Spider-Verse. <laughs> yes. I remember, I remember I the like, fanfic. I remember this- it. It's and a I really good fanfic. Why did I know but this before today? You didn't know I wrote this? I'm no. sure I wrote Okay. You never Spook, told me about Spook this. Spook has definitely mentioned it. Spook has definitely mentioned it. Clearly it's when I'm not in the right mindset and having no, no, no. a mental breakdown. When Spook was giving us all invites to AO3, they definitely mentioned it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was, was totally like, not in the right mindset. Here's my account. Read it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I, after we recorded for three hours... Yeah, pretty yeah, much. I was not in the right mindset. You're telling me you that. haven't read my Spider-Man fanfiction? Shameful. Wow, suddenly I gotta go? But, wow. <laughs> but, so, with this story, it's so weird. So, okay, first of all, not to brag or anything, but it has 525 kudos, which are pretty much likes. <laughs> That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, um, the thing Congrats. with the story is that I... So I wrote it. I wrote it in July, I think. Um, But I read it back, like, maybe a year after I posted it. And I was like, this story is literally... It was me venting, pretty much. Like, this was a coping mechanism, almost. Because I was, like, it was a really rough summer and I was going through a lot of emotions and, like, you know, I was moving to university and all that stuff, didn't know what I was doing. And I I read it back and I was like, wow, this was just me, like, talking through a character. And I think that's a really cool thing about writing, though, Mm -hmm. is that most of the time you you write and then you look back on it and you're like, oh, I just put, like, my, like, part of my soul into this. Okay. (laughs) Yep. 
Don't want anyone reading that. <laughs> Me who has absolutely ruined characters' lives since I started writing. <laughs> listen, listen. You're oh not no! You're not destroying your character's life. Is it really writing? You're exactly. Right. My favorite thing. My favorite thing with writing is um, like figuring out what you want to do with your characters, and you're like, ah, oh, yes, you will die. I want to say this right now. People get emotionally invested in you, and you will die. I want to say this right now. If I ever get a therapist and I decide to look back on any of our podcast episodes, I am fine. I have nothing. I have no fanfic. What? If my therapist looks back on this, please. I need help. (laughs) (laughs) That Spider-Man fanfic was way too personal. (laughs) Like but it was a really, it was a really good tell, fanfic, but like it was really it good. Was. <laughs> but the oh, two man, that was different reactions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, wait it, for the listeners. If you want to read it, <laughs> my Ao3 account's literally just the same username. Same username everywhere. I Please would leave su- a kudo. If, I would suggest if you I like, if you comments. like, if you like Miles Morales, I would suggest reading it. Very good one. Um, as for literally anything else I've ever written, um, I don't think I've published no. anything. <laughs> because I... <laughs> no, I would highly encourage you to read any of my writing. However, I hate editing um, with a passion, so I haven't... Uh, you hate you know, editing in general. It. Yeah, I hate like anything. I just hate editing. Um, but the... So the very first time I did Nano was... What did I say? April... I think it was March, actually. I think Camp Nano was March. Yeah, one of those days. It's April. Uh, one I, of think. Those I think it's April. 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 Okay, it was April of 2018, and I have been sitting on that story since. I wrote the first draft. Tried to write a second. Emma edited it. I did. Edited. Edited it. Edited it. Edited it. Um, but I only got up to like chapter five, and I was like, oh, I hate this. However, you know. Between that time, I had uh, DM'd an entire D and D campaign, and if you if, if you dear listener want to improve your dear writing listener. skills, if you want to improve your your writing skills, DM a D and D campaign. Get a bunch of friends, it's so figure true. out D and D together, and just write a story for that because it is one of the hardest things to do. Because you have a bunch of people that you have to keep their story together and keep them all in the right place. And it really teaches you how, like, how the world works around your characters. And it's like, it's not your characters that are affecting the world. It's the world that's affecting your characters. Mm, Yes. That makes Mm -hmm. sense. And it also teaches you how to focus on all of your characters instead Mm -hmm. of just main character. And then your side characters are like, they don't, they have one personality trait and that's it. But yeah, best way to to improve your writing, DM a D&D campaign. As somebody oh, who finished editing. as somebody who finished DMing a campaign just last year, I can vouch that that is definitely a really good way to write. I had so much it fun also, being a DM though. That was a fun time. Yeah. I loved my campaign. It also helps uh with teaching you how to pace properly because um like I found like I always have issues with the pacing of stories but while i was uh dming i was like oh you know what i'm like i could probably make this part longer or i could do this instead of this to make it like to make the timing better 
I mean, I, I wasn't able to apply it while we were doing the campaign, but like now going forward, I, I kind of know how to. I better. Want to say this? So, I've been writing since I was like, I smell that. Ch- no, <laughs> since I was like grade three, it was a coping mechanism as was all of normal, totally. Uh, but I was always upset, especially in high school when writing would like it was just doing ri- like boring things, and I would just hand it in and. I'd be like, okay, back to my things. I'd finish the assignments in like five minutes and be like, here you go. Like, are are you sure? I'm like, dude, <laughs> I've been doing this for years. <laughs> I'm like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> like, I, I've done. I've write. I've been writing for a while. This is nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm used to it. My favorite type of assignments, um, like throughout elementary school and even a bit in high school, especially in writer's craft, were the ones that like. You just had to write a story. Same. Because I remember I in grade loved... six, we had to write a story. I don't remember what for, but, like, my teacher was teaching us how to, like, how you write a story and all this stuff. And I got so into mine. I actually left it at school and got so upset. Like, it was the last day, and I went home, and I'm like, oh, my story. My story. Looking back on no! it, that story absolutely sucked. But, like, oh, my story. Going back to that r slash no sleep story I have, I wrote, I have it here. Do you guys? It? Yeah. Do you, read it. Do you, say, do you want me to read it? It's only a page Please. and a half, so it's not super long. Do you guys want me to and read now, it? Sit, <laughs> yes. I, I'll, I'll hold on. Okay. And now sit back, grab some popcorn, and enjoy Emma reading her r slash no sleep. Uh, the title of it's called I Don't Know My Name. Just say so you no. Know. I don't know my name. I don't know who I am. I'm not sure what has happened, but I just woke up in a small room and I know something is very wrong. It was like a hospital, but I know it wasn't a hospital. There was something off about this place, and even thinking about it scares me. The room was just a little bigger than a janitor's closet, and there were no windows, just the door with a small window peering out onto the hallway. The room was dark and gray from floor to ceiling. I woke up to find tubes and wires sticking out of my arms. There was a heart monitor connected to me, or what seemed like a heart monitor. I couldn't remember anything, but those wires hurt my arms, yet they left no bruises. I yanked them out, which hurt even more, and I climbed off the bed I was laying in. I stood by the door, looking out through the window to see if anyone was around. The hallway was empty, so I left the room. I didn't know where I was, but something in me knew something was wrong. A little voice in the back of my head told me I couldn't stay, and I, was, and I wasn't going to. The building was huge, with winding corridors, white tile after white tile, gray walls, and everything looked almost exactly the same. Finding my way out had felt near impossible. I couldn't find a single window. Most doors were locked or led to nowhere, Everything I tried felt useless until I found an elevator. When I entered, I immediately pressed the G. I immediately pressed the G for the ground level. According to the screen showing the numbers, I was on the sub 18th floor. I had been completely underground. I had seen a single person. I hadn't seen a single person the entire time. I was running around looking for my way out, and when I reached the ground level, I found out why. All of the walls were soaked in blood, and more blood trailed down the hallway from the elevator and around the corner. Lights were hanging from the ceiling and flickering or entirely broken. Benches and plants had been flipped and broken, and a single body wearing a lab coat was laying on the ground at the end of the hall, torn up and murdered. I tried to re-enter, I tried to re-enter the elevator and leave the floor, but the doors had shut and refused to open and let me back on. I smashed my finger against the button relentlessly, hoping that one of those hits would open the door. Nothing. All I could do was follow the trail that would surely lead to my death. 
So I did. I slowly walked down the hallway and turned the corner to find only one door, which was slightly ajar. There was some bloody handprints and another body in a lab coat in the corner next to the door. I inched past her, afraid she would jump at me, and opened the door where I entered into a massacre in the front lobby. I couldn't tell the colors of the walls in here because there was so much blood. Bodies were everywhere, not a single one was alive. Then, I heard stomping coming towards me. As the, stomp as the stomping started, all of the mangled bodies seemed to vanish into thin air, clearing space in the lobby. I turned to see a large and disgusting creature. It smelled like rotting garbage left out in the sun, and it had, and it had to have been at least seven feet tall. It was disturbing and seemed so angry. It came running towards me, and without even thinking, I ran at it too. It was almost like I had no control of my body. I jumped into the air and punched at it, doing my best to dodge its swipes at me. It was spitting some, ac some acidic liquid at me that burned like hell. I would scream out in pain or grunt when it hit me, but I just kept trying to fight it, until finally it grabbed me and lifted me into the air. It tossed me against the wall and I fell to the ground. Before I had time to stand up, it spat at me again and smashed my head against the wall. The pain was unbearable, and I began to phase in and out until it bashed my head one last time, and my body gave in to the pain, and I was gone. I don't know my name. I don't know who I am. I'm not sure what has happened, but I just woke up in a small room, and I know something is very wrong, and my head is pounding. That's it. <laughs> that was what <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> I, I have to... All I remember when you explained, like in depth what was happening to me mm -hmm. all i remember was that it's the person was in a video game yeah so yeah this person and then you like picked out all the reasons why yeah or, so like, yeah little... yeah so this person yeah. who's narrating they're the main character of the game who's like obviously going through and that monster is like one of the monsters you're supposed to fight obviously they keep being killed by it so they keep respawning back at this hospital bed and every time they respawn back there and it, however they died last, that's where the pain is. So it, it died by its head getting basically, their head basically getting smashed in. So now their head is pounding. Emma. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. You said the height of the, of the, of the monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my brain went Gargamel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I, I have a piece Gargamel. of I would like to share. <laughs> I would love to hear it. Yes, so it's a haiku. Oh, is it? Oh, is it the haiku? Is it what I think it is? <laughs> it is the haiku. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's the so haiku. good. It's so good. This came to me. I was laying in bed one night. Uh, this was like right at the beginning of Writer's Craft. So like the writing juices were flowing and all that stuff. <laughs> Anyways, this came to me suddenly while I was trying to sleep. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Roomba has a knife. Roomba coming <laughs> to get you. Fucking watch out, bitch. <laughs> I remember too, you literally you literally read this out in our class too, and everyone was dying. It was so funny. Yeah, our, our teacher was like, Is there, does anyone want to share their like haikus? Because we had to write haikus. And I was like, oh, I have a haiku. And he was like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, okay, first of all, it swears. Is that okay? And he's like, yeah, like, I literally don't care what kind of language you use, like, as long as it's not offensive or anything, but, like, literally don't care what language you use, let's hear it. And I read it, and everyone was dying. I, honestly, I feel like he was such a chill teacher, but I really feel like he was not expecting that. <laughs> not at all. Sure, go ahead. Roomba has a knife. Roomba <laughs> coming to get you? Fucking watch out, it was so good when you first read that to me. I, I remember I was just like in tears because it was so funny. 
<laughs> so just so just for uh, our dear listeners, as we put it, um, yeah, we have not changed since high school. <laughs> I wish I could have had writer's crap. I think it was only was it only university? I think it was only university. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. Because I wasn't able to that take That's university it. level like, class. University, university level. level I'm like, I don't really want to go there. I just tried to explain the difference between university and college courses, but apparently not. <laughs> uh, university smart people, yeah! You, college, college also smart people. people. No, I, no. College no, is also for smart people. It is. I, my, mom, on that. my mom put it the best way, is that university is like essays and theoretical, where college is like hands-on and like learning it exactly. physically that's like everyone i will fight i will fight anyone who says college is for dumb people college is for smart people too fight it's me. literally just a different type of learning like we were just talking about in earlier opinion, how the three of us all learn differently in my opinion i'm going on a tangent here but in my opinion oh i think i would do better at college and i'm a so do uh, i not to like sound egotistic or anything but i'm a pretty smart person yeah You're smart no. <laughs> no, I know my ABCs and two five ones. <laughs> those, are, those are just her favorite numbers. <laughs> Don't worry about it, listeners. <laughs> Anyways, back to the writing. So yeah, um, the. That um, our slash no sleep story though that I wrote, I wrote that the same time we were in our writer's craft class because that whole class inspired me to write so much, and I did so much writing that semester because of that class. And I'm I think sorry, it's so funny had... too because originally I wasn't supposed to be in the class; I was supposed to take something else. And I decided eh, I don't really know if that's for me. I'm gonna I'll go see if I can switch to anything else. And I went to guidance, and I was like, hey. I just don't like this one class. Can we switch it for this for next semester? And she's like, yeah, let's see what we have. And there was only a few options. And she's going through and she's like, oh, and then there's like writer's craft, which is like creative writing. But she's like, you probably don't want that one. And I stopped and I went, yes, I do. Why didn't you start with that? She's like, nobody ever I wants want that one. She's like, well, nobody ever wants that one. I'm like, I want that one. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not sure fucking loving the class. We got the r slash no sleep and the the haiku in the exact same semester. Yeah, same semester, yeah, same literally. time. <laughs> I wrote that haiku. I wrote that haiku, and then my final piece that I wrote was this this guy who who time travels and kills important uh, historical figures, but accidentally kills one of his ancestors and wipes himself out of existence. I, I thought have, you were going to say he fought Aruma. He fought a 2020 story, by the way. I thought you were going to say he fought Aruma. <laughs> yes. The haiku was actually it. about him. You're wrapping this whole semester up. changing my plot. <laughs> but yeah, I actually took the the my final um, writing piece and I started making it because it was only like four pages long. But mm -hmm. I started making it into an actual story, and that's what I started writing um, for Nano of 2020. It yeah. went in a very different direction than I thought it was going to be. Like, it's a lot more lighthearted. Like, okay, my story is a lot more lighthearted than the short uh, final writing piece that I did. And I'm honestly not upset about the direction that it went in. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta, like... 
let go when you're writing. Like, you shouldn't have too many expectations going in. Like, <laughs> if, if you walk into, or like, okay, you say you open your document and you're like, I'm going to write, like, the next Harry Potter or, like, the next Lord of the Rings. You're not going to get anywhere. How like, dare you? I no, no, no. <laughs> like, when you, when you first open your document, you are, like, and you start writing, you're not going to write the next, like, you're not gonna write the next Harry Potter. Like that's just simple fact. Your first draft is going to be the worst thing you've ever written in your life. You but like back. if you write it, no. <laughs> if you write it just for yourself and like you don't care what you're really writing, like if it doesn't have to sound good, it's just something on the page and you know what, I'm writing this just for me. I'm here for a good time. You'll be able to finish your story. Like there's you can edit later. There's going to be a million more drafts that you that you're gonna do, but your first one's gonna suck. But it, like you're gonna have a good time writing it. It's all that matters. And as I've heard this a few times, it is better to finish what you're writing than to just stop because you don't because you don't like it. Because you can finish your writing and then you can go back and edit it a thousand times. If you don't finish it though, you can't. You, you don't have a story. These guys have such words of wisdom, and I'm here like. Yes, I have lots good. of words of wisdom for writing because I, I think about this a lot. And because then I me bullying myself. <laughs> <laughs> because listen, when I was younger, I was like, oh man, I really want to write, and like I would write a bit, and then I know I'd stop at like, ten k words, maybe even less. Mm-hmm. And like I'd always be upset. I'm like, oh, it's not good, blah blah blah. And then I did Nano for the first time, where it's like, all right, I gotta write one thousand six hundred sixty-seven words every single night. I don't yeah, care what this is. Let's go. I don't care what this chapter's like. I just need this word count done so I can put it in to mm-hmm. Nano and, and be done. Exactly. And then it just it, it helps me a lot. Just like free up the the idea of like, or like to get rid of the idea that every single word I have. Like, every single word that I put on this document has to be perfect. I... Your daily word count? Okay, no, no. I... Okay. <laughs> yeah, I actually made a meme. <laughs> okay, I'll get back to my other thought. But I made a meme for last year. And it, it was the meme where it's, uh... It's, like... It's X. Like, it's this time. Like, time for whatever. But I, I sent it to Jess and it was, uh... It's 11 p.m. Time for your daily word count. And there's yes, Nano. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know you can have your word oh, count. Oh, here it is. Yeah, it's it's a good meme. I'll tweet it. Um, please, I love the meme. I don't. I don't remember what was what was my other thought. <laughs> oh, I took it away from me. It was a good thought too. <laughs> While you're thinking about your thought, um. Oh, I'm not so, gonna be able to remember it. Well. Um, so that story of mine that we were talking about, the one that I wrote, like, a shit ton, and eventually kind of stopped writing it, I have it up here. Do you guys want to hear the opening? Yeah. Yeah. Just because, like, I remember writing this and thinking, like, this is kind of depressing. Say. It's like, this is kind of depressing. I like it. Because, <laughs> like, the story itself is kind of depressing, but that was just the vibe. It's fine. <laughs> Let me put it this way. This story is based off of um, a news thing I saw. It was like, it was a true crime thing I had seen where this teenage girl had met this older guy online and he basically convinced her to um, unalive her parents because she had, because she had really, really terrible mom and a really, really terrible stepdad that was like abusing them. 
So um, that's what my story is slightly based off of, just to get the general sense. <laughs> but uh, so here's the opening. Um, <clears throat> so it says, my mom always told me our life would be better. We would never have to feel pain. But she lied, not only to me, but to herself. No matter the decisions she made, everything kept getting worse. I always thought that maybe one day I'd be able to leave, find something safe for us. Anything would be better than living here. He makes it so hard. Hard to be happy, hard to think clearly, hard to feel emotions. Ever since he joined our home, if you could call it that, the only thing I've been able to feel is anger. I want to feel again. I want to know what it's like to be happy again. I want everything to stop feeling so dark. And that's the opening of that story. Uh, Fun. Very depressing. Very sad. So that's, that, I wrote that when I was 17. I love it! You're going through some things. Mm Mm-hmm. I like can I said, say, I can say. Any it, form of art is just, like, trauma dumping. I can you. say, at 17, this was grade 11, so I was going through some stuff that year. But, okay, in, in lighter, happier news, mm-hmm. I remembered what I was going to say. Great. I was going to make fun of the spelling and, like, grammar mistakes that I made, because I remember this was my second draft of my first story that I wrote. Um, the fir- My first story, by the way, is called The Act of Killing a King. So it was this. that story. And I, I sent this, like, I sent my my edited version to Emma, and I was like, hey, can you go through this again? Tell me what I need to improve, what, like, what you like, et cetera, et cetera. And she left this mistake in, and she was like, I need you to read this carefully. And I looked at it, and it said, <laughs> <laughs> he walked him watch away. <laughs> I remember reading that no, and I was I remember reading that and being like, I could just fix this. But I want Spook to see what they wrote. I want them it's to funnier. see this. It was so funny. It's that way. It was so funny. Yeah, the funniest thing is is that you highlighted it and I looked at it and went, I don't know what's wrong with this. And then I went, Oh, I know what's wrong with this. <laughs> Why? Oh. He walked, he walked him mean, watch though. away. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, it's... You're gonna get moments like that where you're like, I have no idea what I was trying to say. But that's the, that's why editing is a thing. You just have to keep writing, keep going. Don't worry about the spelling mistakes. Don't worry about how something sounds. Just write and just keep going. And, and when listen, you're done, guys, you listen. can go back and change whatever you need to change. There are people who get paid to fix your mistakes. Exactly. There are people that are literally people who are willing to help you fix your mistakes and make it the best story it can be. Like, do not be discouraged if you feel like your story is absolutely shit because everyone's story starts out as absolute shit. Oh, <laughs> like, I that's just how shit, they are. So. Mine would you will get good points, like though. Shit. You will get good points in your story. Yes. Where you're like, I don't know how I wrote that, but like some sort of writing god possessed me because this is the best thing I've ever written in my life. Mm-hmm. That's definitely true. Yeah, there will be points where I'm like, and I find those two are the times that like really motivate me when I write something where I'm like, holy shit, like this is actually really, really good. I'm like, yeah, I am a good writer. I need to keep writing. Like, I just find yeah. those those little moments Woo! of just that validation, because as we talked about before, I thrive on validation. <laughs> I, if no, I can validate no. myself, I'm like, yes, great. I'm a great writer. Keep going. 
Going back to uh, my Nano 2020 story, uh, when I was reading it the other month, um, so for context, my main character has a really big family. Like, I think he has like 10 siblings or something like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, you know, it's like, it's it was the beginning of the Industrial Revolution. I don't remember when that was. 1800s, I think. So every family yeah. had a big family. Uh, but anyways... Um, so yeah, he has like 10 siblings or something like that. And the first part of the story starts off with like him as a little kid. And as I was writing or as I was reading, I'm like, I know who all of these characters are, even though like, I don't really remember them. Like I had a chart mm-hmm. while writing to explain who all of his siblings were and like how like, the age difference. Chart? I had a whole ass Listen, man, that's 10 siblings. <laughs> I need to know their age, their name, like... Whether so, their age, their name, their favorite color. Yeah, like I, I knew everything. Um, my computer just turned off. Okay, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> oh, I had like I, I had a chart and everything to help me remember who everyone was. But I'd forgotten all their names. Um, all I knew was that he'd killed his brother, and that's it. <laughs> but I, yeah, I couldn't remember their names yeah, or their point. ages. But yeah, um, but as I was reading, I was like, yeah, I. Like, I wrote it so well that these characters aren't getting mixed up. And, like, I know who they all are. And at that moment, I was like, you know, I'm a pretty good writer. If I can, like, handle ten siblings plus two parents and, like, all the other side characters that are in his life. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Look at me go. <laughs> Felt great to read it. You know what? Hell yeah. You know what my favorite lines, or, like, my favorite thing about writing stories is I love when, like, I write a line or something and my first thought is, like... You know, if oh, I was writing, this one. yeah, I was like, if I was, if I was writing, if like, if this pub- story was published, this is something that would get quoted on Tumblr. <laughs> like, this you know is going to be fan art on t- on Tumblr. <laughs> Give me a second. I want to see, see how many siblings he has. Oh there goes Spook. Jess, would you like to talk about your story while we wait? <laughs> no, I no. do not. Okay, no. okay. <laughs> Never mind, I, sorry, I, I brought it up. Say, I, what did you bring up? I, okay, I love my story, the one that I wrote last year, but I jump so often from like place to place, and I, I just can't do that. How messy is that? Like where you write one scene and then write another scene, and then you're no. like, I'll connect it later. No, because I can't I do that. I need to. Yeah, I can't do that. I connected most no. of the things, but I never like stood in it. I never kept them in a place for that long. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was going to do. So my plan in October, which is Proptober, if nobody, for the people who don't know Nano, it's Proptober, NaNoWriMo, and then Crying December. I don't remember what December is. Editing? I don't yeah, remember. I think so. But my plan last month was I was going to go through and I was going to replot the whole novel. The whole 93 pages of this novel, I have, like, I have, I have a, I have a huge-ass page with, like, questions to ask myself. I have notes and everything. I have, like, so many different things to go back and be like, okay, this is all the things I need to do. So I'm kind of just putting this, this book aside again until probably, um, Camp Nano, Camp Nano in August. Because they do the camp in April and the camp in August. And then Nano and July. November. 
Is it July or is it August? Yeah, it's July. July. Yeah, it's July. But um, I kind of want to hold off and do that. But very mess. I do like the ships that I have in this book, though. Anyways, he has twelve siblings. Jesus. That was too off. <laughs> <laughs> so there's thirteen kids. He's adopted though. So, and listen, um, one, two, three of them are dead. That's just how life was back then, you know. That's just how it be. Sucks for them. <laughs> Let's not talk about the one he murdered. <laughs> okay, that one's just an outlier. Yeah. Can I read just this small part in this book? Yes. So I'm not gonna read this whole paragraph, but she like just snapped at the guy who she just met. Who he's like this commander or something, or like I don't know what his I don't remember what rank he was in the army. In in you know, so she just snapped at him because he she, so basically she's a princess. Blah blah blah. He's an army guy, and it it just says. The taller male didn't speak. He just looked at me in shock as if he didn't expect what I was going to say to him. What? Don't have anything to say now? I question as I look over at him. And then it just goes into more description. And it's just her standing up to this guy who's being a complete dick. This is one of her possible love interests, by the way. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's very... What I... I love I love their little thing that they have, and I know I want to keep this like their little love hate relationship at the start. And I I don't know I just really like what they ha what they have in the book, especially on this page. And yeah, this is an another thing uh, with this book with their development. I didn't really develop them. I kind of skipped because I just kind of it was the I think this is during the last day where you know I had to write these words. I never connected the development. So it just kind of jumped really quick. And I think that's one of the things that I was really upset about when I went back and rewrote and re, uh, read some of it. I'm excited to go back again one day. I opened, my, day. I opened my first story and it's 50,287 words. Jeez. It's 120 pages long. And when I open this Word document, it takes a second. For everything to load. Like, it takes maybe 10 seconds for everything to appear. Yeah. She's chunky. <laughs> Just imagine writing this, but on my laptop that chugs. It takes like a solid Open your minute. story and it crashes. Oh, wow, there goes my laptop. <laughs> sorry, Nano, I can't write today. <laughs> sorry, this is a sorry, Nano. You're not going to be getting your word count today. I'm not going to my other. Here's my other slightly less loved story. I still love this story to my heart. It's uh, it's a time traveling one. Lots of paradoxes. I explained to my dad the concept of this story, and like it took me like maybe thirty minutes to explain everything. So I'm not going to explain it here. Um, but I was explaining to him in the car, and he was like, "You came up with this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, this is all my original thought." And he's like, "Oh my god." Oh my. <laughs> I. But anyways, this one is forty-seven thousand words. I just remembered. And there's a cat named Peanut Butter in it. <gasps> I remember and Peanut Butter. <gasps> yes, oh, I love Peanut, peanut Butter. Not to spoil anything, but Peanut Butter saves the day. Literally, all I remember, all I remember about Peanut Butter was just saying that if anything happens to Peanut Butter, I am not reading the story. <laughs> I would come into school, like 
so I would write at night and then I would come into school and be like, update on peanut butter, guy. <laughs> Literally be like, update peanut butter, peanut butter, and I'd be like, oh, tell me everything. <laughs> is peanut butter okay? Peanut butter. How's it okay? doing? Is it good? Is it good? Is he getting fed well? He's yeah, still still well. alive, right? <laughs> still alive. Don't worry. I have no plans to kill the cat. Good, good, good. I, I didn't think you would, but also too, I was just like so, just like, if anything happens to peanut butter, I swear to God. <laughs> never kill the cat. I know you wouldn't. Going back just for a second to talking about like fanfics and stuff. Mm-hmm. I will not be saying at all what this fanfic is, but I've been working on a fanfic. <laughs> and it's like all the I had started this actually last year. And mm-hmm. for a while and I kind of like forgot about it for a while and I'd written I think about 6 or 7 chapters of it. And then I think I got stuck, and then I kind of, after a while, forgot about it. Because, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you don't write for one night, and suddenly you're just, you've just, for- it just, I've just forgotten. It's it's out of my head. It's gone. But anyways, I remembered it. And I went back, and I read through everything, and I was like, this actually wasn't that bad. So I started, like, reading, and I just started writing it again. And I went from six chapters to I'm now at chapter 15, and uh, 70 pages how many words is it? How many words was it last time I checked? It, it's, it is, it's 25,000 words. And, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that was from the last update I gave you, which was like 17,000. Uh, so I've just been okay. working on this fan fiction. I will probably end up posting it, but again, it's going to be under a username um, that only my friends know. And <laughs> it's not something that is going to be shared publicly. So good luck finding it. <laughs> I love the difference between you and me when it comes to fanfics. I've been reading fanfics for so long. It's and well, listen, guys, fanfiction is definitely, like, a valid form of writing. Some of the fanfics I've read are better than stories I've read. Well, see the Like, thing- there are some really good ones out there. But the difference between me and Emma is I'm like, yeah, guys, here's my Spider-Man fic. Go read it. Leave a like and a comment, you know. And then Emma's like, I will be posting this anonymously. And no one will know what my fanfic is. And no one and, will know my, my name's but changed. Also too, Nobody will ever But also, too, I feel like you and I, we were both written different fanfiction and we, we like, read different fan. Like, you definitely read a lot more than I do. But, like, your fanfiction oh, was just sort of, like, different. What it was like, it was, like, different scenarios for Miles, right? Wasn't it? It was, like, different yeah, so sort of scenes. The whole idea, the whole idea is um, five, well, it was, like, five times that... Uh, Miles could have told his dad that he's Spider-Man, and then one time, or sorry, no, it was five times that he could have told his dad that he's Spider-Man and didn't, and then one time that he did. So it's a five yeah. plus one thing. It's very common. Uh, it's a common format for um, fanfics, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was it was just little scenes of like when he could have told his dad. See, but like, yeah, for you, that's just like a cool creative thing. For me. Mine is a character insert with one of my, which if you, I will say, if you know me and you know who my favorite fictional character is, is, you you guys know who it is, is. you know who it is, but if you know me and you know who my favorite fictional character is, then you'll know what the fanfic is, but I am refusing to say anything. The I thing is, if you, I know, the thing is, I know what if fandom you, it is, and I know if, the character, but like, if yeah. you dig deep enough, you could probably figure it out. And but I'm not telling you guys shit. <laughs> I have a question for you, for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. When you guys found out I wrote fan fiction like what last year? 
Yeah, well, oh, I wasn't friends Jordan. with Jordan. I, no, no, no I knew about it in high school. I knew about it in high school because Jordan talked about it. Talked about your one fanfic that you stopped writing and how she was always mad at you she because you so wouldn't mad. update. Because you was wouldn't so update it. I'm like, so I I've known about it since at least, since at least senior year. I don't know anything about this. I'll be completely honest with you. Jordan told like, I knew you. You wrote stuff. I got mad at her because she told Justin and she wasn't- it, I know she didn't mean- she didn't mean it in a mean way, but I was, like, very upset at the time, and she just, like, was talking to Justin about it, like, in a VC, and I'm like, guys, stop! And I was- I don't There's know, me, I- Like, please talk about my story. <laughs> no, I just- I was in a bad mood that day, and it just seemed like I, everything was pissing me off. I'm usually- I'm like, oh, yeah, Jordan's saying good things. I was- I'm just not in a good mood. And- But- the one thing with this yeah. fanfic, too, is when I started writing it last year, I remember being like, I am never telling my friends about this fanfic. Like, this is just a thing for me. No, I'm not telling them. This is just, I'm just writing this because I want to. And then this year, I started working on it again, and I was like, this is actually a really good fanfic. And I know my friends all like this, too. So I'm going to tell all of them. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell been them. I've fanfic for so long that I've just become immune to it. It's like, yeah, you and yeah, I, I read fanfic. You and I had that one night where we were up until, like, what, three or four in the morning, and you were just letting me just talk about it <laughs> and talk about how much I was excited about writing and, like... I read fan fiction to you guys. Yes. Jess, yes, you you, I th it, think it was to Jess. I read yeah. uh, Passerine? Yes. Passerine. Passerine, yes. Passerine, thank you. Yeah, I read uh, Passerine. You read one, two chapters, and then you fucking dipped. Yeah, because I felt like you guys. I'm, okay, I don't have a very good reading voice. And I was I don't. enjoying it, bitch. I'll read it to you again. <laughs> Let's let's pull it up right now. All right, I'm pulling it up. All right, reading the no, entire fanfic of Passerine. If you like, yep, if you like is... the Dream SP, you won't like this. <laughs> it is seventy-six thousand uh, three hundred seventy-five words. All right, let's go. I actually started Chapter reading that. <laughs> I started reading that, and then I got to a certain point where I knew something was coming, and my I literally just went, I can't read this. I was like, I can't do this. It's no, gonna hurt. I can't. I can't read this. So I was just like, Nah. I'm just, I'm, guys, guys, I saw it's tagged with major character death. Yeah. <laughs> I and, it, and yeah, when I got to that chapter, it, the first thing it said was major character death, and I was like, I can't do this today, bestie. I can't do this today. <laughs> I I really wish though that sometimes you could put like uh, tags and all that stuff on your actual writing. <laughs> it would be so funny to see what mine would get. <laughs> Major character death would be in every single one. <laughs> what? Listen, listen, if I don't kill a character, okay, if you ever read something from me and a character doesn't die, then it's not written by me. Someone has slapped my name onto their work. <laughs> Someone has just stolen characters. Emma, did I kill a character in my D&D campaign? Yes, I think so. I you almost killed did. a bluff character. Yeah. I had a character named Parrish. And you, and, oh, yeah, if anything had happened, <laughs> sweet baby boy. But no, like, cause I'm thinking of all my stories and the one story I wrote, the, the time traveling one, not only did I kill the main character, but I brought him back to life. <laughs> <laughs> I killed them all and then I brought them back. It's fine. And then one character actually did permanently die, but it's okay. His death saved it all. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, no, I will always kill a character. 
I mean, with my D and D campaign too, I killed I I killed uh, some someone who you were not happy about. Um, yeah, you killed my. He got better though. Friend. He got better though. He got better. What do you mean he got better? He died. He killed he my character. Listen, no, she killed my character's boyfriend. And my character was a necromancer, right? So like he was pissed off. But anyways, she, Emma killed my character's boyfriend, and I got so angry that I threw a cup at her. Yeah, it left a mark. <laughs> On my forehead, it hit me in the forehead. But I threw a cup. It was a plastic cup. Yeah, it was just like one of those. Your head, and it left a mark. Yeah, there was a red mark on my forehead. Bad. I was was laughing so hard. I thought it was so funny. Like, yeah, it hurt, but like, it was really funny. But like, also too, I I think what had happened too was that like the big, like the the big bad evil guy was going after you, and when he realized he couldn't kill you, he was like, alright, let me kill who's gonna hurt you the most. No, I thought it was- I thought it was, um, he had shot a spell, like an instant kill spell, and it was supposed to hit one person, but hit- uh, No, that was with- that was with Bellatrix. It was you Ugh. had jumped out of the way and it hit I'm her. Just, it was because he used power. I, he I, used power I, word I, kill. He used power word kill on Warren. He literally looked at him and said one thing. I don't remember what it was, but he just disintegrated right in front of you and you were like, "What I, the fuck?" Talk about something else. I'm getting distressed again. <laughs> I mean, we brought it back at the end. But... And you got married. And you got married. Yeah, and it we was got fine. married. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I listen, like that my listen. campaign brought that much emotion to you. <laughs> listen, guys. I I may kill every single one of my characters. Well, maybe not every single one of them, but I will kill a character with no remorse. But like when I'm reading something and my favorite character dies, I <laughs> it's I, I don't have words to describe the emotions that I go through because it's always my favorite character. Warren was such a good also, character. In my in my first story, of course, one of my main characters dies, but I had that plan. <laughs> I had that planned. From before I even started writing. Like, Just I was making this character, and I was like, yeah, they're gonna die. Like, their their whole character is, they're gonna die at the end. And then I became really attached to this character, and I was like, oh, no, I have to kill them. <laughs> oh, no. You're just like, is there I any way around them. this? Is there any way around this? No, no I killed them, and that, that death scene was so sad, I cried myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. When If I ever publish this and you guys read it, oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. You're like, I don't have to do this, but I want to do this. <laughs> oh yeah, the sadder I can make it, the better. Oh god. I just love killing... I, I love killing my kids. I'm a little bit worried. Is this like a I'm sign? <laughs> I'm it's, not a murderer. Right? It's Spook's way of getting out their anger without having to take it Literally. out on real people. <laughs> so Emma's just informed us that we need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we have been talking for a long time. Um, but like at the same time, I don't want to stop talking because this is how much we love writing. And I feel like we should do a second episode where we talk more about our writing, like an well. update on our writing and stuff. Like we should definitely like later that. on, we do like an update. <laughs> maybe next, maybe like in April or something on the next Nanorama thing. So... My final thoughts, uh, it's more of, like, advice for everyone, is just simply start writing. Like, it doesn't matter how bad it is or how good it is. If you just start writing, you'll figure it out along the way. And, yeah, best thing you do, just, just do it. <laughs> yeah, I fucked me to come up 
advice podcast. What the fuck? Well, the one thing I I want to say too. Final thoughts, okay? Just start writing. My yeah. What Just I want to say too is, if you have an idea, if you have anything, and you're like, I kind of want to start writing. I just don't know where to start. That's how everybody feels. Literally, just, even, just even if it's the stupidest thing in the world, just write it. Like I wrote, if, a, uh, I wrote a haiku about a Roomba. Like you, yeah. Literally, if you if you have an idea and you're not sure where to start, one of the best things to do is just start writing out your thoughts. Literally, whatever is currently just in your head, just start writing stuff out, and eventually things will start to form. Like uh, this is something I sometimes do, where I'll just literally open a Google Docs and just whatever's in my head, I'll start writing. I'll be like, I can't think of anything right. I write that down. It just and it's I just keep going like that because the one thing with my brain is it does not shut up. It does not stop. I constantly have ideas going. So, like, I just start writing, and eventually you can sort of pick things out of it, and, and then you can use that as sort of, like, a way to help yourself start as well. And then you can, turn like, turn things like that into a story. Like, there's so many ways you can start writing. You just have to be willing to do it. I feel like that's honest. really it. Don't start writing. I don't need more competition. Huh? Start Stop doing that thing. Don't do it. <laughs> Please. Well, listen, guys honestly your writing is first and foremost just for you like like no one has to see it yes simple as that like yeah you don't have to choose it you want to share it no more competition please no right give her competition make her right make her right make her right no but yeah like you don't have to you don't have to share it with anybody if you do choose to share it with someone and they decide they or they tell you maybe they don't like it as much or something or they have critiques like that's mm-hmm. their opinion. It's your story. As long as you're happy with it, that's yours. Punch them in the face and then say no. Wait, no, do not say that. Don't. That's bad. No. Anyways. Don't punch them in the face. Anyways. Okay, um, I saved it, guys. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go write. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think. Or I, yeah. Read yeah, my story I because this, made, this right now. made me. This, this has made me uh, want to uh, want to write um, and read my writing. I have to admit something. Um, the actual reason I said that I wanted this topic to be writing was because I knew if I talked about it, it would make me want to write my fanfic mm-hmm. more, and now I want to write my fanfic. Uh, <laughs> I have a question, Sorry. even though we're not... This mm-hmm. is staying. People of the podcast, you guys can't see this, but we're gonna be in the exact same VC writing, and you're not gonna be able to see anything. <laughs> yep. Suck it, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> We love you, dear listeners. <laughs> and cut. Thank you for listening to the Burnout Kids podcast. If you are interested in following any of us, you can follow me, Emma, at Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Stop It underscore Emma. Or you can follow my Twitch and YouTube at Stop It Emma. If you want to follow Jess, she has a Twitter at To The Moon underscore Jess. Or TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at To The Moon underscore Jessie, spelled with an I-E. If you're interested in following Spook, you can follow them on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube, all at Spookish with two Ks. And if you're interested in following our podcast socials, we have a Twitter and a Tumblr at Burnout Kids Cast, and an Instagram and TikTok at Burnout Kids Podcast. For our audio listeners, we have a YouTube channel called the Burnout Kids Podcast. For YouTube watchers that want to listen on the go, we have a Spotify and Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. We release new episodes every other Saturday, so be sure to stop by for another episode with your local Burnout Kids. Bye!